Hello Sonoma, welcome back. I'm your host Francisco and this week I'm broadcasting to you from our first sister city, Chambol Mousini in France. In this episode I talk to locals and get to hear some of their stories and their thoughts on this special city friendship we share. I can't wait to get started. Hello Sonoma, as I mentioned in this episode I visited Chambol Mousini, Sonoma's first sister city and the first one I'm visiting on this trip. Our relationship with Chambol started in 1959, and since then there have been various delegations coming back and forth, each with wonderful stories of which I hope to tell someday. Of course, I owe my experience in this little village to Joanne Sanders, who put me in touch with the current president of Chambol's sister city organization, named Michel Cadou. Through this chain of contacts, I finally felt comfortable stepping off the train platform and walking into our sister city. My journey to Chambol was full of surprises. When I arrived on Monday morning, a man named Henri Feletigue was waiting at the train station to pick me up. He took me from Vougeot, the closest train station, just up the road to his home village, Chambol, where he was born. When we passed the city sign for Chambol Mousini, which below it says, Sister City, Sonoma, it finally began to feel real, that I wasn't just randomly meandering, and that this whole trip a trip I set out on to prove that everyone has a story and that every story is interesting if you ask the right questions, was finally coming together. This episode and the next series of episodes from Sonoma's Sister Cities aim to accomplish two things. One, I want to strengthen the bridges between our sister cities by helping each of our communities learn each other's stories. Two, I hope that these stories of people can remind us, ironically, that you don't need to travel to find interesting people. There are interesting people all around us, fascinating, smart, talented, inspiring people, but sometimes it takes us leaving a place to learn that, or at least that's what I've found. Or at least that's what I've found. Monsieur Henri took me to the basement of his house, a restaurant-type setup with long tables and benches where his vineyard workers have lunch during the harvest. Waiting for us there were two other men, Regis and Lucien, and Henri's granddaughter, Pauline. This was the magnificent Sister City welcoming party. Over the course of the next few days, I got to know all four of these characters, who showed me incredible hospitality and generosity of time and energy. The three gentlemen are statesmen of the Sister Cities organization. They've each visited Sonoma several times in the 80s and 90s. Regis was once the mayor of Chambol. Lucien was the president of the association for 25 years. I interviewed the three of them about their lives, but also about their experiences, and each had so much to say. I also spoke with Pauline, who will hopefully be a good representative for the next generation of Sister City Friendships, and had a few chance encounters with the mayor and with an other neighbors who offered me wine and cheese and sausages. It was fantastic. My first real conversation was with Henri. He took me around the town by car, showing me the various parcels of land and which ones corresponded to his winery, Domaine Felatigue, which are now run by his son and daughter. He took me into his cellar to demonstrate how everything worked and to give me a better idea of what was going on. He and Lucien also took me to a preliminary tour of the area, first to the source of the local river called the Vosges, after which Vougeot is named. The area is stunning, gorgeous rolling hills like Sonoma with a forest high above. Chambol's clock tower peeks out from the valley and contrasts with the shocks of white cliffs that lay up the canyon from the village. The river comes directly out of the ground from a spring just below the village and has been protected by high rock walls. But the rush of water as it flows down is enough to calm any stressed city slicker like me who visits the countryside. 
Henri pointed out different vines at different heights and elevations, explaining how the terroir, or the ground and climate, affects the wine that comes from those vines. Hopping back into the car after a delicious lunch, we started driving to a new mystery location. Where are we going? I asked. Where is qu'on va maintenant? À la mairie. We're going to the town hall. As we parked, a man was standing outside in red t-shirts and shorts, watering the flowers from a giant tank set on the bed of a municipal truck. When he saw us, he paused and set down his hose, walked over to me and introduced himself. I'm François. I'm the mayor. Alors, ici, nous sommes dans la salle de la mairie. The mayor's office shares a room with the post office, and the building used to house Chambol's only school, as well as the single teacher that taught there. Qui a été créé. Donc, euh, comment je m'appelle François Marquet. My name is François. I'm the mayor of Chambol since 2014. The mayor told me about how he came to the village 30 years ago, how he inevitably got involved with the town's happening, how he began gaining more and more responsibilities until one day he ran for mayor and has continued ever since. After the tour, they took me downstairs to see the Livre d'Or, the Golden Book which had signatures from every visitor since the mid-1980s. Though I shouldn't have been surprised, I was indeed when I saw so many names from Sonoma who had been there before, a few that were familiar and others that were not. Signatures and messages kept for Chambol all those years ago. I hope we can start that tradition too if we haven't already. I sign my name, of course, with wishes that our friends from Chambol might be able to visit us soon. While a few of the townspeople rested, I went back with Henri to his house. He offered me a shady place to sit and told me a little bit more about his life. Bonjour Sonoma, je suis là avec Henri Villedig à Chambol-Mésigny. Henri was born in the village, as were his parents. He has lived all his life here, moving to four different houses, but just like the vines he has cared for all his life, his roots here are deep. He started as an apprentice winemaker in 1956. It's the earthly work. You must like the trimming, must like working with the vines. Since then, he started his own winery called Domaine Félétique, which sends bottles all over the world. He says that it's not as easy as when he was younger. People are more perfectionist with winemaking. But he's always loved it, making wine, drinking wine, tasting it, and sharing it. His other passion is rugby. And though he's now in his 80s, he only stopped coaching around three years ago. As a parting gift, he gave me a local rugby team's t-shirt, which I have so far used to wrap the bottle of local wine which went along with it. The generosity was not uncommon. As a matter of fact, when Lucien picked me up for another tour of the area, he stopped the car outside his friend's door, peeking in to see if he was there. Not only was the friend there, but he offered for us to come back and have a glass of wine with him before lunch, once we got back from our tour. So, when we got back, we stop by. Bonjour Sonoma. Hello Sonoma. Je suis là avec Jean-Pierre. Jean-Pierre was sitting at a small table in the shade on the side terrace of his house. Two other places were set with a homemade bottle of white wine and homemade sausage on a cutting board. The only non-local item was a Japanese knife used to slice the sausage. As we sat together and chatted, I found out that he made the wine and sausage himself, following in the footsteps of his family. They used to raise pigs and make their own sausages and get extra grapes from neighbors to make their own wine. He even smokes his own salmon, which he sources from Norway. It's Amazon, he says. 
homemade, for enjoyment, and for welcoming friends. We continued to chat about his many projects. We had interrupted him as he was retiling his stairs with hand-cut stones. Lucien said he's incredibly handy, and we discussed some of what was keeping him busy. But soon the conversation got philosophical. Dans ce village, on est tout un groupe, on a une chaleur. In this village, we're together. We have warmth. And they've used this warmth to welcome strangers like me. I received you yesterday, I met you yesterday, and I'm receiving you as if you were my brother, as if I knew you forever. And I truly did feel that way. In what other tourist adventure would you find yourself on two relative strangers' terraces within 24 hours of your arrival? Life is too short to hurt others, but it's also too short to drink bad wine, Lucien said in good spirits. I couldn't agree more. And I felt lucky to join these two gentlemen for a very pleasant afternoon. Je suis très content de trinquer Santé. avec quelqu'un qui vient d'aussi loin <laughs> et qui est aussi agréable. <laughs> Just after, we made our way to lunch with Lucien, Régis, and his wife Françoise, who welcomed us into their home just up the hill. We started our conversation with Régis. Bonjour Sonoma. Hello Sonoma. Je suis là avec... Régis Baudrillon. Régis was a teacher in Chambord for 18 years, and the mayor of the village from 2001 to 2014. He told me about how this village of 315 inhabitants had one school, which at its peak had 48 students and two teachers. A true one-room schoolhouse with all the ages mixed and all the teachers teaching everything. French, math, history of France, musical education, sports, drawing. His students called him Monsieur, even his son who was in his class, until 2 p.m. rolled around and he went back to calling him Papa. For Régis, Chambol is an extraordinary town. He came here when he was 24 years old, having never even heard of the village. But the people, the place, and the community have made it one he truly loves. On paper, I'm not originally from Chambol. But after 2005, I consider myself a true Chambolois. We are seated at a table of people who have done a lot for the community. Besides Régis, his wife Françoise and Lucien were both sitting with us. We began to talk about the hopes they had for the future of our sister city relationships. I hope that young people your age, Lucien started, or younger can retake the banner as we did when we were 25 or 30 or 40. Lucien's ideas were matched by Françoise. I hope the young people continue this. Régis... Françoise and Lucien had all been to Sonoma four times and they had many stories to tell about it. But we'll get back to those soon. One of the recurring characters throughout all of this has been Lucien. Celui-là avec Lucien Renault. Lucien, as I mentioned, was the president of the Sister City Association for 25 years. He's a longtime Rotarian and has lived in Chambol for more than 50 years. On my second day in town, he took me all around, first to the town's church, completed sometime in the 1500s. He patiently stopped at every painting and every statue, explaining each one's provenance, their restoration, and the symbols and stories behind them. He excitedly described and showed me pictures of the new altar they've ordered. 
We walked together to every corner, speculating what the inscriptions on ancient tombstones might say, wondering out loud how they did so much so long ago. On my car ride with him, I asked him to tell me his story. Despite being interested in history and math, he left school when he was 14 years old to work putting plaster on walls, eventually working his way up to being paid by the square meter. He worked six days a week from 7 a.m. to 6 p.m., earning as much money as he could before entering the military when he was 20 years old. He had a tour of duty in the war in Algeria and then came back to start his own building company. At its peak, it had 150 employees, and he shared with me the sad story of when the Gulf War came in 1991, having to lay them off. It was tough because he knew them all, but he had to do it anyway. Besides his building and his business acumen, he's an excellent cook. Je fais les pâtés, je fais donc les pâtés, terrines. I make pâtés, terrines, and cheese of the head is the literal translation. He took me into his cellar where he not only had various bottles of choice wine, but also little jars of jams and pâtés, including his famous so-called cheese of the head, or head jelly as I like to call it. He explained to me in detail how it's made, with a pig's head and pig feet, cow legs, salting and desalting everything and cooking it all for four to five hours with onions and garlic and salt and pepper. I can't say that the final product was for me, I tried some at dinner, but I so appreciated the care and effort he put into everything and continuing the tradition of using every part of the animal that you eat. But even more than a builder or a chef, throughout my time with him I saw him as a philosopher, the town historian. Je suis passionné par l'histoire en général. I am passionate about history in general, he says. He had a little blue binder with him that was a collection of all the information he had gathered about the town church with pictures and references. He's writing a book to tell his story about his own life, and in it he hopes that his friends and family can learn more about him and about the parts he hasn't shared too much. One of these stories is of how he met his wife of 54 years. J'ai connu ma femme dans un, une soirée, un bal. I met her at a soiree, a ball. He saw her and another woman from across the room. He smiled at them and only one smiled back. La chanson c'était J'aimerais tant voir Syracuse, l'île de Pâques That was the song that was playing. He went over and asked Colette to dance, and they danced the whole night. At the end of the evening, he asked for her phone number, and she gave him her mother's. They were both unsure of when they'd see each other again. But on a trip to Dijon, Lucien asked his client if he could borrow his phone and use it to call Colette. I'm on my way to your village for some work, he said, and wondered if I could stop by to say hello. She said yes, and so he made the 30-minute detour to go visit. The village appeared empty before Colette popped out of her mother's home, and the three of them sat and drank wine and chatted. Colette accompanied him to the edge of town to say goodbye. I saw her in my rearview window and I told myself, it's her. Voila, there's no one else. Thus began the marriage that gave them three sons and a daughter, two granddaughters and a great-granddaughter, and a love that lasted for more than 50 years. Despite hearing so much about her, I didn't get a chance to meet Colette. She unfortunately passed away five years ago. But I'm so grateful for Lucien for telling me this story. I thanked him for his time and for showing me around so much. Listen, he said, I showed you Shambolas, I'm sure you would have shown me Sonoma. I think he's right. First, we'll have to take a quick break, but we'll be right back on Hello, Sonoma.
Hello Sonoma, welcome back. On my first night, after Henri had given me a tour around town, he brought me to Lucien's house for dinner. Régis, Françoise, and the mayor were all there eating and drinking merrily. The first half hour of our conversation were spent talking about town politics, about roads, parking, education, and other things that every small town worries about. They're very proud of their little town. We are a village at the human scale, with brotherhood between inhabitants. I'd say 80% know each other and are ready to help each other if they run into a tough spot. Le centre du monde, il est ici, à Chambol-Musigny. The center of the world is here in Chambol-Musigny. Don't fear these words. The center of the world. Here, wine and life are intimately related. I asked them why, though there are only six at the table and one of them was a winemaker. The culture of wine is so important in their lives. Nous avons le privilège d'habiter un village comme Chambol-Musigny. Lucien summed it up by saying, when we have the privilege of living in a village like Chambol-Mousigny, we can only be in symbiosis with the winemakers. When the viticulture goes well, all goes well. And when there's a challenging year for wine because of frost and other bad things, it's difficult for all of us. I love seeing their pride in this little village. Everyone around the table shared reasons for why they love their town. That this tiny band of earth between Dijon and Bonn, known as Burgundy, the smallest of wine regions, is one of the most well-known, seems unlikely, but a blessing at the same time. Of course, if we tell that to Bordelais, they'll throw stones at us, says Lucien. But the really special moment for me was when I asked them about their experiences in Sonoma. Their eyes lit up as one after the other shared stories, laughing, smiling, happy to recall the time that every store in the plaza had a sign to welcome them. The time they met the mayor at the town hall. The time they brought pétanque balls in their carry-on luggage as a gift to their host, Annick Bolt, who helped rekindle the friendship between the cities. It was thanks to us we have the pétanque. In the past 10 years, the past two especially, it has been sad to not have as many visits, as many exchanges, they said. But leave it to Lucien to quote a French poet. Have you heard of Charles Peggy? I had not. La petite flamme qui ne s'éteindra jamais. Cette petite flamme qu'on appelle l'espérance. That a little flame that will never go out. This little flame we call hope. They put that hope in the next generation the next group of Sonomans and Chambalois who can visit each other often, who can get to know each other, who can make lasting friendships across the Atlantic. I am equally optimistic that we will have a strong flame between the cities, that we will continue to be well connected. I had a chance to speak with someone from the next generation, Pauline, Henri's granddaughter. Hello, Sonoma. I'm here with Pauline. Pauline, how are you today? Uh, thank you. It's very good. Uh, I'm good. Can you tell us about where we are? Uh, here we are in the cellar. Uh, it's the room where I prepare my uh, order for my client. And uh, we're on a winery that was created by your grandfather, right? Uh, Felatigue. Uh, yes, uh, the estate uh, will be create uh, was crea- created in uh, 1970. And it's my grandfather, Henri, with uh, uh, his wife, uh, Reine. Yeah. 
How did you get How did you get interested in wine? Um, I think uh, I am interested uh, since my uh, since I was little. Uh, I don't uh, don't think uh, what can I do when I grow up. I I do here and that's all. Comment était pour pour toi habiter en en Chambord-Mosigny dans un petit village? Uh, for me, uh, living in Chambord, it's uh, very cool uh, because we are not a lot and uh, we we know all of the people in the village. So for me, it's it's good because uh, we are near between. And uh, now I live in New Saint Georges. It's more big, like uh, Chambord, and I don't know where is uh, my uh, voisin. Neighbors. Neighbors. Uh, so I prefer um, live in Chambord, but uh, we don't have some a lot of house to to buy here. So uh, I I see uh, in the future. about halfway through the conversation, we switched to French because it was much easier for Pauline and I to communicate. She showed me around the part of the cellar where they bottle and label wines, cleaning and packaging everything for shipments to their distributors in the United States and Asia and around the world. 80% of their wine, she says, goes abroad. And there she was, all by herself, doing it all. In other times, she has helpers, and for the harvest, there are many others who come. But this is truly a family business done with care, started by her grandfather, continued by her father and aunt, and by her. I asked if she had a dream for her career in the wine industry. If I could make wine as good as my father, that would already be very good. And I think she can succeed. I hope she'll continue another tradition started by her grandfather, which is this friendship with Sonoma. Thank you for talking to me, Pauline. I hope we can see you in Sonoma one day. Okay, thank you very much and see you. Thus ends the first episode of our Sister City series. I could not be more excited to be sharing these stories with you. I must say, this has been one of the hardest episodes I have ever made, not only because of the challenges of a different language, but because of the daunting task of trying to make you feel, as I did, welcome and warm from this visit. I can't overstate how kind everyone was and how out of their way they went to make me feel at home. This is a friendship that feels like I've had it for a long time, and I hope it will continue for much longer between our cities. If you'd like, please let me know what you think about this episode on Instagram at hellosonoma or via email at francisco at hellosonoma.org. As I continue making the rest of these Sister City episodes, I'd love to hear your thoughts, questions you might have, or ideas for making it even better. Tune in next week for our episode from Greve in Chianti in Italy. And although we've reached the end of this episode, remember, it's not goodbye, it's Hello Sonoma.